Just saying. Andrew and I, Andrew and I have slept in the same bed a number of times. Many, uh, many because we many times. Um, you know, it's because we're so similar. That's that's, that's so, true. That's true. Um. Anyway. Uh, You can play that game. Hey, I'm Peach Steele. And I'm Andrew Miller, and welcome to Two Can Play That Game, the podcast for people who have one friend. If you have more than one friend, this podcast is not for you. No, no, no. We're going to bulldoze right over you, Andrew. Just going to get my big old machine, my big old bulldozer. Mm-hmm. Hey, you know how you know how that one singer I can't remember her name said pave paradise put up a parking lot was that <laughs> patty i'm just gonna let you finish that because i have no idea patty mayonnaise patty um, patty mayonnaise and um Skeeter anyway valentine um, what I'm trying to say is I'm paving over paradise, but I'm also paving over everybody who has more than one friend. Just yes. kind of making them making them the foundation for two can play that game headquarters. Just a <laughs> bunch of bodies <laughs> under oh, there. Geez. Smart decision. Um, Smart decision. You know, yes. Getting a yeah, getting a little bit bunch authoritarian of, now. The bunch of I hippies, talk, guess, you know, just chaining themselves here. to trees, being just, like, you know, no, yeah, it's like we're just like chaining chaining <laughs> themselves to their to all their, their friends. two two plus other friends right and you know what i come in at i'm coming in as the developer and i'm saying you know uh sorry the you know supreme court gave it the a-okay you know what i mean all of your <laughs> even even the democrats on your even the left-leaning oh boy, supreme court go. justices and associates uh <laughs> have given me the uh, a-okay to go ahead and just build a pipeline right through your brain sorry about that anyway andrew I mentioned this because, of course, today we're going to be covering a little game that takes the environment into account, Andrew. And that game is called Haven. Haven. It's a two-player board game, so, uh, you know, that's what we do here. We do two-player board games. And, and today we're covering one called do. Haven. And uh, wow. before before we tell them too much about this, Pete, why don't we try and just sum it up in just one sentence? One sentence explanations. Okay, Andrew, so we have to sum up the game Haven in one sentence, huh? Mm -hmm, um, mm -hmm. I'm going to say, Andrew, I'm going to say this is a classic game of killing off the natural world under the guise of progress, but this time with math involved. Yeah, not usually Haven. math. There's not usually math involved in uh, killing off the, <laughs> you know, I guess. I, well, I no, know. there's just usually a lot of uh, action, I guess. <laughs> And po and poetry, in the face of machines uh -huh. and corporations. Well, I mean, you know, there's got to be like engineers who are designing these parking lots who use math, probably to, you know. It's um, a good point. But this is real math in this game. Um, <clears throat> not that new math stuff. Anyway, uh, if I had to sum this game up in one sentence, I would say <laughs> we're anti. <laughs> I just want to get this. I just want to get this out of the way up front here, Andrew. We are officially anti-common core. <laughs> just like going, just being those people. Being those parents who don't understand common core, so they just are against it. That's not what I did. <clears throat> I am kind of against a common core, but that's not for that reason. But anyway, uh, all right. Um... 
Uh, I don't want to get too into it. Uh, anyway, uh, Haven, I would Art say... imitates life. <laughs> it's a struggle between developers and conservationists, but this time it's whimsical. That's what I said this time it is. Yeah, it's pretty whimsical. It's, I mean, hmm. yeah, it's pretty whimsical. There's some cutie. There's some real cute cuties on either side of this yeah. game, quite frankly. Yeah. Um, but there's also swords and even, arrows and stuff. Right. Even the people who want to kind of, like, develop the forest, pretty cool look. I mean, it's not just, like, regular old people. Yeah, they know? are kind of... Right. They did a good job of, like, kind of making it a gray area. Yeah, like, nobody wants to play as the clearly bad people. Well, I say that, but we have... One of us... We have both played as Nixon in Watergate and, uh... <laughs> you know. And the U.S. in Twilight Struggle. I said it, folks. No, just kidding. Uh... So the, the co- I will... That's how I was holding it. The Cold War was... Anyway. It's all um, bad. It's all bad. <laughs> we're still feeling the repercussions of our behavior during the Cold War. Anyway, Andrew, um... I digress... Andrew, Andrew, Andrew. This game, Haven. Yes, I'd love to escape to the world of Haven. Um, you know, and and leave this world. Oh, what's that? There's problems here too. Uh oh. You know what I mean? Hey, whoa, Pete. We don't get political on this show. All right, no, knock it off. Let's get into That's the right. world of Haven here. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> Andrew. This game. What is it? Right. So we've talked about how you know the one side is we we keep saying developers, but they're basically. Techno- more technologically advanced. They've got like steam-powered yeah, machines and stuff, right? They're, yeah, they're called the city um, and it's like just metal the, like, the city team. guys and stuff. Yeah, yeah. It's like giant uh, city. metal city, right? It's city versus forest. I think is literally how they say it in that, right? Yes. Um, yeah. And it's and uh, and it's like leaf versus stone too is also how it's like. You know what it, represented. You know what it reminds me of? Uh, I don't know. You might you might not get this, but I just recently watched the old the original uh, Thor movie from the MCU, and the bad guy at the end is like some giant metal like giant that has like fire inside of it, and it can shoot fire out. But it it, it it's mm. very much in line with the the uh, city folk in this. I would as, I would assume. That I'm not a comic book guy, so I don't know. I don't, I've got no interest in the Marvel movies, but uh, I would assume comic book guys are absolutely just punching their <laughs> fist through their phone because you don't know the name of that guy, whoever it is. But um, it's it's yeah. like a guardian or right. some kind. Now you got me thinking. I is, don't it, know. is it Galactus or whatever? No. Is he like, is, oh. it, 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 he's like in Asgard, and but then Loki's in Asgard. They can control okay. him. You like Odin him. controls him. But then he's oh. as- Odin's asleep, so then Loki tells him to go kill Thor. Classic, yeah. classic. Asleep. Yeah. you got to sleep with one eye open if you're Odin. No, no, right, classic. Right, he's right. not on his hustle. He's not on his grind twenty four seven, which he should. Well, be. he only has one eye. That's, um, that's funny oh, well. why you think about that. So, yeah. <clears throat> really? Yeah. Well, well, well. How about that? Yeah. Um, you know, Andrew. Uh, what can I say? I'm gifted. Even when I don't know anything about comic books, I'm, I'm getting it right. <laughs> Andrew. Um. So what do you do in this game? Well, so we've got the sides est- established. Everyone's very clear on the sides now. They go, yes. that's as clear as that's as clear as well cleaned gl- glass. Yes. I get it. You know, yeah. once one side is you have called said they're hippies chaining themselves to trees, and the other side is that one thing from the end of a Marvel movie. So they're like, got it. No, no need to say anything. They're more. the uh, if anyway, you want to go Star Wars, one side the, is uh, like the techno union. <laughs> <laughs> the techno union. Well, one side <laughs> is the Ewoks. <laughs> 
Yes. And one side is the techno union, basically. That is a kind of, that is essentially, oh, we're already getting into rescanning the game, Andrew. I don't think we have that segment in today's episode. (laughs) Oh, honestly, that's, yeah, I love that. Honestly, that would be really cool, but they'll know that's, that is not up this, this is the publisher, the designer and publisher of this game is, is a Red Raven and they're not, they're not going to go, you know, worshiping at the, they're not going to go chasing down uh, IP books. They're, they're, they're a little bit more of an art, you know, absolutely art house. Um, game company uh but anyway uh andrew so what do you do in this right so you got your you got your people who represent the people of the forest okay so you got spirits there's a lot of spirit stuff going on in this there's elementals that roam the world you know um you make offerings to these elementals there is a haven guardian you know what i mean so it is kind of a fantasy world um and one side are the people who represent the uh, the forest. So you've got like certain animals from the forest who are magical. You've got magical humanoid folks from the for- forest, you know, called leaflings and stuff like that. Uh, and then you got the city uh, represented by, uh, you know, like big stone people, big machines, um, guns that shoot fire, and yada yada yada. You know, all that mm-hmm. stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, and then you know and so in this game what you do is you you you're one of those two factions, and you're vying for control. There is an area control element to this. There's literally a map of the Haven, and you are trying to um, gain control of like I think it's something like twelve different territories within it. Um, but you're also trying to um, win lore which are these tokens that just flat out uh ultimately result in you getting points that way you get points this is a classic um red raven um game but they, these are the folks that did uh above and below near and far now and then um and some of those other ones um uh, here and there and up like and that. down <laughs> in and, and out they, they're these folks are uh, Ryan Laukat, um, who did those games, didn't design this one, but he did illustrate it. Um, and he, they've always been very good about like different ways of s- scoring, basically. Yeah. Um, and in this game, you you can score from trying to lean into the area control, but you can also score from like earning these other tokens. Um, and that what that really comes down to is. Um, you have to resolve a conflict uh, at different shrines within the Haven, basically. Um, and so what you do is you set out a token that represents one that rep- you, you get a stack of tokens that represents um, leaf, a stack of tokens that represents stone, a stack of tokens that represents water. You shuffle them up in their individual um, stacks. So that the um, and they all have a different number on them, and then you start to play cards down um, on your side of those three stacks of tokens. You know what I mean? Um, no. Once you once somebody has played enough offer, well, once the total number of offerings um, that are on the two sides of the leaf token or the stone token or the water token, you have to resolve um, what's going on there. And it ends up being combat um, because every every card that you play on that side has a certain number of weapons on them, whether it be zero to three or something like that, I think. Mm -hmm. Um, And 
when you resolve combat, whoever wins that, they're going to win the shrine. Um, and then if you win the majority of shrines surrounding a territory, you win that. So that's the area control part of it. So that's why you would want to win combat is to win more shrines. But you also can resolve for lore, which is the token itself, which has its own innate value. Um, the way you do so that is a couple of different scores. the yeah. Instead of just the weapons on there, the cards that you're playing each have a number like zero through four, right? And uh, mm-hmm. so and so you're trying. It's this is like a blackjack kind of situation. You're trying to so the uh, the lore token in the middle is going to have a number on it. It's going to be like six or five or maybe seven. And you're trying to mm-hmm. get a sum of your cards that add up to that number or get as close as you can without going over. Uh, mm-hmm. And if you go over, you know, obviously you're, you're not going to win it, but uh, you try and get closer than, than your opponent to that number. So it's, it's uh, you know, for me, I thought Blackjack. I also thought uh, Star Wars Empire versus Rebellion, of course. That's one that we Classic. love here on the show. <laughs> Classic mm-hmm. game that everybody out there knows. Everybody knows what I'm talking yep. about. Yep. But it, it's kind of like a press your luck. And sometimes you can you can put them down from your hand of cards that you have, and they go face down. So the, your opponent doesn't know what the number is that you put out there. So you're trying to guess what it is. But sometimes if you don't have one, you can, you can then pick one up from your uh, deck that's sitting there. You don't know what it is, and you just say, all right, here it goes. I, I love this part of the game. You just say, here I go, I'm going to mm-hmm. play it on stone, and you flip it up, and whatever it is, you have to. that's what it is. So that, those go face up. So it's kind of fun. You right. Might, that's that's honestly more like real blackjack than any of these games we've ever played because it's you don't know what's coming next. You're just going to try and guess and get as close as you can. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And so I don't know. I just think that's a really cool element to it. So basically on your turn, you get to um, take two actions, and you could either – play a card into one of those three sections, you know what I mean, to try to start to fortify how it's all going to resolve out. Um, and um, you could also use one of your actions to, like, uh, play a power. There's, like, so there's, like, three different types of cards, right? right. There's offering cards. There's, like, um, they're, they call Seekers. them seeker cards, yeah. but they're, like, troops or whatever. They're, they're basically, like, every card that you can play... Um, on your side of a token that you're going to then use to resolve that token when the time comes um, is like almost like representative of like one of the one of the units of your side, basically. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? They're so there's soldiers. all sorts of different yeah. things like, yeah, they're your soldiers, essentially. So like on the forest side, that's where you have your leaflings and your like owls that you know carry arrows or whatever you have your like your big deer that can ram people you have your whatever um and then on the city side that's where you have like your foot soldiers with guns and where you have like your machines that shoot a cannon and you have your blah 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 it's like a mechanical Um, rhinoceros is one of them (laughs) yeah stuff like that stuff like that yeah and so like you can play those cards into it on your turn um but you can also uh, play like cards that just like have a special effect you know what i mean they do a special action that's um and those can be pretty strong quite frankly yeah um but you're doing that instead of like fortifying that's a classic you know one of your side i, I see this so. a lot a lot in different games now that we've been playing where it's like oh or you could play a special power you know and you have this mm-hmm. that's mm-hmm. kind of like right you got a way you know when it's the right time to do it etc mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm um, but, um, 
the other type of card, I said there's three types, the other type of card is an offering card, and after you've done your turn and had to resolve anything that might have had to resolve, you do you have to make an offering, Andrew, which is to say all the offering cards have um, correspond to one of the three elements or, uh... um, elements yeah stone leaf water right mm-hmm. some of them could be one or the other some of them have two different symbols on it so they could be one or the other um, but you got to play an offering you can't choose to play an offering you have to so that progresses all three of those elements closer to having to resolve a specific shrine you know mm-hmm. what i mean so it keeps the game moving along um, and so there's a lot of uh, tactics and strategy um, in which offering you play and win, uh, too, because that's going to eventually lead to when you're going to resolve that element's shrine. And so, and you can clearly, you know what's on your side of that, so you know like how ready you are to go to resolution for it, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And fight and also re- resolve for lore, you know what I mean? So there's a lot of there's a lot of you got to think about in that. Um, so uh, and I mean that's that's really it. You do that for the entire game. You you know you spin turns um, playing troops. You know what I mean on on uh, on into like one of those three element shrines. Um, you play special powers. You make your offerings. You you can decide um, at the very end of your turn. You draw back two cards, and you can pull them from any three of those piles. Offerings, if you want to get more offerings to give yourself more choices um, for what you play on your turn for offerings, or you can get more troops, more seekers, to give yourself more options there. Um, or you can play, or you can draw from the powers to give yourself more powers. So it's really you got to figure out what's best for you at a, at a given time, um, and. Uh, uh, you know, and then you just keep doing that and resolving for combat to start gaining area control by winning the shrines, and you also resolve to get those lore tokens to start building up um, your lore points, which will get you victory points at the end um, if you if you have more. Like if you yeah. have the most uh, total lore points in leaf or whatever, you're going to get three points for having that. And if you have the most total lore points in stone, you're going to get three points for having that, etc. You know what I mean? And did we mention the um, but, uh, the board? Uh, the, there's actually a board on this also with your kind of it's like Poochie a mama. <laughs> yeah, there's a map, a board. Mm-hmm. It's like an area control kind of thing where so you have the three um, the three spirits of those three different elements. I guess um, they're like giants. Oh they're, yeah. And they're they're little standees, and they're on the board in different intersections of these roads. And every time one of those gets resolved, you have to move it to a different intersection, and one of the one person takes it over with one of their little tokens. And right, so, right. When you resolve <clears throat> combat and somebody gets the shrine, the shrine that you get is the one where the elemental for that element is standing. Yeah. So that's a whole um, other aspect of the game is trying to figure out because mm-hmm. once you get the most, the majority of uh, those shrines surrounding one little grassy area, then you get control of that that haven, which is what the name of the game comes from. Uh, you get control of that what? haven. Yeah. And then at the end of the game, if you have the most havens, then you get a bonus. So it's, uh, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. it's it's like a game. It's like a whole separate game going on next to it where it's like oh which one do i want to because a lot of times when i was playing i i would go after the ones that that i thought okay if i can get another one around this haven then maybe i can get that you know so it's like it gives you a little bit Mm -hmm. of direction as to which one of the three elements you want to play on oh yeah player cards absolutely 
Yeah, and so, I mean, as you can probably tell from us talking about it, I mean, there's just, we keep thinking of different, you know, layers of yeah. decision-making that goes on in this game. So you already know that I'm I'm into it. That's what I'm all about is decision-making. <laughs> um, but, uh, but Andrew, if we know that I'm enjoying the decisions we're making so far, tell me a little bit about who made the decision to make this game even. Ah, well, the person who made the decision to make this game was a person by the name of Alf Siegert uh, in 2018. Alf. 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 That's right. Alf Not, not uh, right. Not Alf from the 80s. No, this is, the, well, uh, I don't Andrew, know. it's me, Alf. You know I don't know. I mean? I'm, um, I'm sure that Alf Siegert um, was around in the 80s. I don't know. Boy, that cat's looking tasty or whatever. I don't know. I kind of forget all the Alf catchphrases. I know you still I don't know. Cats, <laughs> yeah, that, that's his catchphrase. That cat looking tasty. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Alf Siegert. It, no, different Alf. Alf Siegert uh, and published by Red Raven Games, as you mentioned before. Uh, Alf Siegert, I was looking. He has a cool website. He is a professor at University of Utah and Ooh. teaches in the English department. And uh, a lot of the uh, a lot of his classes are actually related to games and like storytelling in games and game design and stuff like that. And mm -hmm. uh, I noticed that one of the classes that he teaches is a Lord of the Rings class on the page and Holy moly. and on the screen. So it involves uh, the book and the movies, I guess. So it's pretty cool. Ah, I love it. Yeah. Um. Anyway, uh, he has eleven published board games, I think, at this point, and most of them are mm -hmm. just most of them are strictly two-player games, which I thought was pretty cool. Um, okay. And he, <laughs> right, right. So he's he's good in our book. Um. Also does a lot well, of writing. That's writing. All I need to hear. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. Check. Blue check. This man. Um, check. Mm -hmm. He also does a lot of writing for like RPGs and stuff like that. So. Um, very, you know, fantasy oriented creative guy. Um, says he loves designing games with uh, mythical creatures. See if you think this is true with this one. So we got mythical creatures, right? Says he loves mm -hmm. games. He loves designing games with simple rules but many tough decisions. I think that's pretty close to this one. I think it's pretty simple, right? And he likes a theme that works really well with the mechanic and it doesn't feel pasted on. Um, do you think yeah. we? Do you think we hit that with this one? Yes, I yes. think so. Okay, good. Um, I, I thought so too. Uh, I think I think Red Raven in general is always good about creating these worlds. The right. world building that they do is really cool. Well, it's very. It's I'll all get into that a little bit later, but fantasy but, kind and, of stuff. And yeah. Alf and Alf working with them is is cool. Yeah. With that. Um, but anyway, he said he simply just com kind of combined a lot of different mechanics that he likes in other games. You know, a press your luck mechanic, which is the blackjack kind of thing, with hidden information. Um, which is you know you see that in some games. Uh, you with, can it, you can bust on this game, Andrew. You can you, you can, can bust. bust. You you can definitely bust, just like twenty twenty one. If bust it right, if busting makes you feel good, right? Yeah. <laughs> then uh, this might be the game for you. This could have been Ghosts versus Ghostbusters. Maybe we could reskin this one. Um, and he also combined those two things with a uh, area control mechanic, also like we said on the board. So it's kind of just a. Uh, hodgepodge of different mechanics all thrown together um he set out to but i thought this was interesting i read a, uh, an interview with him uh, where he said he set out to make a game with uh a theme that was wasn't uh colonial like so many euro games are you know where you're extracting resources from the earth you know and uh taking things out. It, he wanted a game yeah where the forest has its own agency because really what you're trying to do even if you're yeah. the city 
you are giving up offerings to the forest spirits and saying, hey, why don't you let us in, you know, with the city team, right. you know. And so mm-hmm. the forest is deciding kind of on its own, I guess, is the, the idea there. And uh, obviously mm-hmm. you're, uh, on the other side, you're trying to you're trying to preserve the, the nat, uh, nature as it is. So, yeah. Um, yeah, so he thinks that that's kind of the future of games and that they uh, future games need to be more ecological than just, you know, Catan, where you're just extracting resources from the earth. So that was... Yeah, I like it. I like it. Yeah, yeah. Like, you, like you said, it, it gives you the perspective yes. of the other side, right? Which is so... What's so lacking in a lot of those colonial games is either the people are, like, <laughs> seen as, like, welcoming them in or whatever, right. like, not fighting them. You know what I mean? <laughs> or, uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. Or they're not even existent in the game, right? <laughs> they, don't, they, have no right. Ag- they have no agency at all. Um, right. Anyway, the art, like you said, the artwork was done by uh, Ryan uh, Laukat. Is that how you pronounce that? Laukat. You know, I should by Laukat. now, Andrew. I should have heard that name at least. Once, yeah. But I just say Laukat. Um, yeah. Pretty Utah well known. Fella. Yeah, Utah. Well, yeah, sa- yeah. Same with Alf Siegert. Uh, they actually, oh, you yeah, know, of course. Yeah, they've they've done a few games together at this point, um, and they're both from Utah. And they originally met at a mm. Utah board game like designers association of some sort that they have there mm-hmm. and uh actually originally ryan was uh he was an aspiring game designer and he couldn't get many people to publish his game that he was trying to get published um but people liked his artwork he's also an artist because he did the artwork for this game and uh some of his first first published uh board game art were a couple of cards for dominion i know we've talked about that game before on the show so yeah yeah, uh, but since he couldn't get his games published, he made his own uh, publishing company, uh, and that company is Red Raven Games. So he is the yep, yep the yep. Uh, proprietor wow. of that. And uh, by now, he does he has published several of his games, which have been pretty successful. So jokes on all those other people, you know. Um, <laughs> I would say, you know. Yeah, absolutely. Um, but yeah, that's it. I, I, I just wanted to say right up to, I know we usually give our full reviews at the end, but I just wanted to say the artwork on this, uh, it felt like I was looking at real art. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, yes. I just felt like, wow, it's like somebody painted this and they put it on a yeah. card right here in front of me, you know, it, it, it looks nice. And I don't yeah, usually, yeah, this is a big very coming from me specific because I, style from Ryan, you know what I mean? I, I don't yeah. know if you've looked at a lot of those other games. I'll, I'll show them to you, Andrew. The abo- I, see a- I can show you his world. I, I saw the abo- that this, another one that they did together, right? Above and Below, is that what it's called? Um, yeah. I think that's an that's, Alf Seeger one, right? Or is that just his? There was one I, that they did together. Straight, that's just straight oh, that's Ryan, just straight I think, okay. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, perhaps his wife i want to say Uh-oh. Uh, yeah okay. i should know that too but um yeah 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 but anyway there was another one that they both did together before this that i was looking at and it's similar artwork too but uh i just i like it and that's big coming from me because you know i don't usually care at all about the artwork on these things but i thought it was yeah so for you to have an opinion you yeah know, at all yeah. at all mm-hmm. <laughs> has to be really good or <laughs> really bad <laughs> Exactly. Speaking of uh, Pete, speaking of having opinions, um, why don't we go ahead and review on this? Review on this. Well, Andrew, I'd say it's the perfect time to review on this because I have it up on my screen, Andrew. <laughs> this next is, of course, this, in the notes. <laughs> this is, of course, the segment of the game where uh, I go ahead and uh, bring some of the reviews of this game to light 
and then we assume what the heck's going on with these people, Andrew. Um, these are reviews, of course, that I found on the internet, which is where insane people hang <sighs> out. That's insane. Mm-hmm. That's okay. What did what did people now, Andrew, before you get started on this, Pete? What did people do before the internet when they were trying to like look at crazy reviews? Like, did they just go to the town square and be like, "All right, who's who's yep. yelling crazy reviews?" You know? Yeah. Yes. Right. I think there was just a ton of going out of your house and just yelling stuff back in the day. You know what I mean? I guess I so. literally think I think there was a point where somebody was just like, "I can't, I can't." not share this opinion right now like i have to leave my house right and tell as many people as i can so they would go like well i'm gonna stand up walk to my door okay you know walk out and now i am of course within the vicinity of pretty much everybody who lives in my town um Mm -hmm. and i'm just gonna yell this as loud as i can yeah that seems like uh well i don't know i guess it takes a lot of effort I, i i'd rather just write crazy reviews on the internet well, that's. I think a lot of people would agree with you in that case. I think that's why there's so many is because not I only see. can you be anonymous a lot of the time, which is you know kind of a problem. Um, well, what a wonderful so world easy. we live in. Maybe then. too easy, I would argue. You know what I mean? You know, I I, I changed my opinion. I love the internet now. I love. I just I just love it. I'm logging back on. <laughs> I love it. I'm log. I'm <laughs> logging back on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> sorting sorting through my things for my AOL. You know, free twenty hours or whatever. <laughs> you know. <laughs> uh, Andrew, this person gave it a one out of ten. They said, oh, no. "Beware of board game geeks' incorrect data on this game." Now, okay, Andrew, <laughs> but this person doesn't want to tell us what the incorrect data is. They're just like, "Beware of it." I'm not going to tell you what it is, but you know, well, th- this just is watch out. Pete. You have stumbled upon somebody who denies. Uh, this is like a uh, stop the steal kind of person. They're like, uh, <laughs> this is a stop the steal. Guy, yeah. all, all these, all these. Because uh, I, I, my guess is they're looking at fake the score. News. He's going fake news about this game. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. They're looking at the score and they're like, how can it be? I don't even know what it is right now. It's like a seven or something like seven point two. How how can it be that high? <laughs> this it's got to be down to like a one. You know, don't don't believe this. It's fake data. They got bots on don't there. Don't believe it's a, this. They had babies well, voting on this for say, this. Yeah. Well, they also say, like, they refer to it as incorrect data. So it's like, are they even talking about, like, the reviews? Or are they talking about stuff? Who knows what they're talking about? I'm sure there's something that they, uh, who knows. But, like, are they talking about, like, hey, you know, some of the other data that BoardGameGeek gives you about this game. Like, it says that it, it says that there are, the category is, uh, one of the categories, the tags for it is animals. Don't believe it. There are Don't. no animals. You know, something like that. Like, is that what they're trying to say? I have no idea. <laughs> are they uh, trying to say that, like, Alf Siegert didn't design it? Like, you know, I'm right. trying to think of all the different information that they give you about the game and, like, what could be incorrect. But you're probably right. They probably just don't like the scores. They don't like the score, and they think that, you know, they had they had dead people voting for this and babies and uh you know yeah and mailmen were throwing all the you know they were they were throwing all votes in the river and all stuff the like one that. star scores were being thrown into the creek my, mo- my mother my mother literally the other day was like well they were doing that right and i was like no no it was like there was like maybe like one news story about that and like it was not ha- like happening okay i'm you know what <laughs> regular this is a you know clear I mean? like, example 
clear example of how like one guy throwing like you know uh, five ballots into a creek can turn into like you know that, hundreds of thousands. Of, every like, you know, mailman. That's exactly. the bad part about the internet. I'm I'm back. I'm logging back off. The internet's terrible. <laughs> I'm logging back on. I got an opinion. I got to share about this. No, I'm off. I'm off. I'm logging off because. The... Oh, you're logging back off. Yes. Okay, so you're snapping your AOL. Yeah, the internet is bad. It's bad for yep. society. I see. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. Andrew, this is a 4.5 out of 10 review. Okay. They said, very poor rule book. Now, okay, Andrew, this guy's just making fun of the poor now. <laughs> Hate to get political again, but come on, bud. So what if the rule book, you know, can't afford, <clears throat> you know, if the rule book is on um, EBT or whatever. Like, this guy's just rubbing it in. It's, uh, uh... Actually, you get less than half the score because you're poor. Okay. What are you? <laughs> The Jeff Bezos? What are you, the Monopoly man? <laughs> it's a poor Richard's rule book. This person, yeah, this person's going like, ugh, the poor. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. Um, this, ugh, get this, get this. They're saying to their, you know, butler, ugh, remove this poor rule book from my site. You know what I mean? Whatever. Well, this is a person um, who Marie, likes Marie to... Marie Antoinette telling the rule book it, it can eat cake or whatever. He like, let them eat cake and eat it too or something yeah um i still can't get that right uh <laughs> yeah go ahead the, the rule book the rule book for this game de- decapitating marie antoinette you know <laughs> um with a guillotine andrew this person gave it a five out of ten they said just couldn't get into it the map felt a bit pointless and andrew i think uh, i would say well it's a map you know what I mean? It has territories, you know, that you're competing to control, and those are clearly marked. And I don't know what this person wanted the point of the map to be. He says the the map feels pointless, but it's like I don't. It's all there, bud. Like I don't know what you're. Uh, I'm not going to use it to find a Burger King near me. Yeah, you're right. Like if that's what you're, you know what I mean? Like I'm not typing in like, you know, uh, Wawa near me or right, whatnot, or right. uh, you know. Yeah, the point Liquor is clearly uh, the point is clearly stated in the poor rule book. <laughs> yeah, it's probably probably person probably didn't read the rule book because it was it didn't have enough money. Right, Andrew. This person gave it a five out of ten, and they said Quacks of Quidlinburg also has a lot of luck, but that luck had us laughing out loud, and that makes the game fun. There is no laughing in Haven. Just I guess you won. Now, okay, Andrew, <laughs> just. Don't just assume that I didn't laugh during this game. You know what I mean? Don't put that on me. You didn't laugh, but maybe I did. You know what I mean? How do you know that I wasn't cracking up playing this one? Uh yeah. I laughed. I think I chuckled a few times during this. Right? Yeah. I mean... What if what if I chuckle at, you know, stone machines that produce fire or something like that? What if that's funny to me? This guy this guy's suddenly the you know, comedy the king of comedy or whatever? <laughs> Comedy police over this is here. Ced- this is Cedric the Entertainer, one of the kings of comedy. Oh, yeah. This is Steve Harvey. I wish. Um, Andrew, this person gave it a 6 out of 10, and they just wrote CSI. Hmm. Now, Andrew, I think Wait. this might be an old guy. <laughs> I think this might be an old guy. I just wanted to Google CSI to watch it. You know what I mean? Maybe even maybe even he's looking for fanfic of it, but he ended up on this board game forum by mistake. You know, yeah. Just typing... <laughs> typing CSI ep- episodes and then hitting enter and then nothing coming up and going what the heck you know what I mean he, keeps call- posting <laughs> keeps posting he's calling his 42 uh, year old son be like I, I I I tried to type in CSI in in the Google and it wouldn't <laughs> it, nothing happened you know 
He's calling, he's calling, calling his bank's customer service and Some... just yelling CSI into the into the phone on the automated menu. Uh, the only thing that oh, happened yeah, was calling some... uh, calling Comcast or whatever, calling yes. Time Warner or whatever, whatever his cable service provider is. Some for guy... for one, you know, hit English, and he's just going CSI episodes, <laughs> season four of CSI into his phone. I'm sorry, I didn't, uh, you know, I didn't get that. I didn't get that. <clears throat> Please state your uh, customer. Andrew. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Person gave it a 7 out of 10. They said, unique, almost alchemical approach to game design. Now, Andrew, unless I missed the part of this game where the pieces are turned into gold, I don't think this person <laughs> does understand what alchemy is. So uh, alch- alchemical. Oh, that's... alchemical approach. You know what I mean? That's a cool use. Of, that's a cool word. I'm going to give him points for that, though. I, uh, al- alchemy. Yeah. You never hear people turning alchemy into alchemical alchemical i know i know and it's like there is stone i guess it's like there's the beginning of alchemy i guess in here but like yeah there's no alchemy in this in this game there's no alchemy zero zero alchemy yeah um and in fact nothing that's like alchemy i'd say you're not turning anything like right you're not turning any of these elements into a different element no exactly yeah exactly i mean it's like agricola is more alchemical it's like turning (laughs) whatever stone into a hut or whatever. Right. <clears throat> Pizza Hut, I wish. Andrew, um, this person gave it a 7 out of 10. They said, player count, two players only. Competitive mode, one player wins alone. And I like this subtle warning, Andrew. Maybe it's even a threat, honestly. This person says, go ahead and win if you want to be alone. Because one player <laughs> wins alone. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. I get it. I get it. Um, sure. Yeah, yeah, you know, you might, you could win this game if you want, if you want. I'm just going to get out of here. Like, you're just going to be sitting there alone. You know what I mean? <laughs> Your friend's is... going to leave you, but you can win if you want. Sure, yeah. Yeah, sure. Yeah. I'll just I'll just walk out if you win. Um, I'm going to yeah. walk out if you win, but, you know. This is like a person who would threaten, like, hey, you can listen to Two Can Play That Game. Unless you lose your one friend, then you can't, you can't listen yeah. anymore. Right. It's real bully authoritarian stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, couldn't be me. Andrew, this person gave it a 7 out of 10, and they said Haven is built around a not-my-kind-of-theme, colon, a mystical forest. Now, Andrew, this person says that a mythical forest is not their kind of theme. What did a mystical forest do to this person, Andrew? You know, they clearly felt strongly enough about not wanting to think about a mystical forest, you know what I mean? Yeah. It's uh <laughs> they're like uh they're like nope, not for me. Not a mystical forest. I don't know anybody in the world who would say have a strong opinion. Uh, it, people either say that's great or they say I right. don't care. That's fine. I don't it's, know of anybody who's like, "Ooh, no. I, I definitely get... <laughs> don't want a mystical forest." You know what I mean? Like, what? What it's happened? Like, it's like, a, "Hey, uh you want to come over for game night tonight?" Uh, sure. Wait, we're not playing a game about a mystical forest, are we? Sure, there ain't going to be any mystical forests there, are there? You know what I mean? Yeah. It's one, maybe it's one of the Narnia kids or something like that. Maybe, you know what? <laughs> That's I was true. thinking maybe maybe it's a member of the Stone City folk from the game. You know what I mean? And they're like, oh, no. Uh, I'm actually, nope, not going to be messing around with those mystical forests anymore. You know what I mean? That kind yeah. Of well, it's, I mean, it's smart if you've been burned before, you know. You don't want to yep. go back in there. <laughs> Exactly, exactly. Andrew, this person uh, this person gave it an 8.5 out of 10. 
and they said, what I love, artwork A++++. This game is so much better than I thought it would be. Very deep, very interactive, and so great for my husband and I. Mm. And then in the next section, what I don't love. I get mad when I don't win. (laughs) Well, Andrew... I mean, at least they don't love that part of the game. You know what I mean? The fact that they, the fact that they get that they get mad when they don't win is, is what they don't love about the game. So, uh, you know, now if they if that was if the fact that they get mad when they don't win was something that they do love about the game, I'd be worried. You know what I mean? Like I love like imagine if they were like right. I love when I get mad when I lose a game. Yeah, I feel well, the dark yeah. power pulsing inside of me. I right. use the hate. You know what I mean? They're just going full. Good, uh, Dark good, or whatever. yes. Good, good, yes. I, I Lose the game, get mad. Anger. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, I just thought I yeah. I love it. Things that I don't like: losing the game. Yeah. Well, oh man, you you. I'm like reading this, deciding if I'm gonna buy Haven. You're like, oh, you can lose in this <laughs> game? Okay, I'm not gonna buy that game. I, Wait, I one of us has to lose. I'm no, not. Thanks. I don't want to lose. Jeez. I'm, I didn't realize that. Turn into a dark yeah. lord of the Sith. Because <laughs> I love it too much when I do. Mm. Andrew, I feel like if that's the case with this person, they're going to just need to go ahead and uh, get some therapy, quite frankly, at that point. I think everybody, honestly, it would be great if we had a, you know, good health care in this country and we could all get therapy because I think we all should get it. Uh, in fact, I uh, got somebody here uh, who wanted to talk about it. They're knocking at the door right now. I don't know if you can hear that, Andrew. Uh, oh, I invite, hear yeah, invited to invite invite i couldn't couldn't tell whether that was a woodpecker in your house or if that was uh but no that i i see him peeking in through the window uh there andrew one of those side windows that we have for some reason next to uh, every front door uh it's dr fraser crane dr fraser crane yes did you say dr crazer frane because dr crazer frane is oh, here. sorry. It's actually I thought it was Doctor Crazer Frame, but it's actually Doctor Fraser Crane. They look okay. alike. They are uh, one is the dark uh, version of uh, Doctor Fraser Crane. So okay, no. Um. Okay. So, so this is Doctor Fraser Crane. What are we talking about in this segment? Oh yeah, Doctor Fraser We're Crane. We're counting down. Yes. The top ten phrases that you'll hear someone say while playing the game Haven. Number ten. This game literally has the same plot as Frozen Two. Go, go watch it. I'm not kidding. Number nine. If you want to tear this tree down, you'll have to bulldoze over me first. Oh, they're not stopping. Number eight. You mean this game doesn't have any cartoon foxes that can climb on these giant forest monsters? Number seven. Is this how you want to treat your mother Earth? What's that? You have a bad relationship with your mother? Number six. Uh, I don't want to play as the city side because, I mean, they're clearly the bad guy. Wait, is that a guy riding a mechanical rhino okay sign me up on the city number five these resources from the earth are limited oh you couldn't care less hmm. number four i haven't seen this many seekers in a game since i played harry potter and the sorcerer's stone quidditch card game number three your machines are polluting the air here oh that's why you just live somewhere else number two much like adam and eve i just busted on leaf number one all of our needs are already met by the land. Oh, but you want an iPhone one day? Okay, well, carry on then, I guess. Hello, folks. Yes, that's us interrupting this episode for a quick commercial break. What are we selling? 
us, Andrew, as <laughs> the world's greatest game designers. Yes, that's right, folks. You've heard us talk about whether a game is good or bad, and quite frankly, we have uh, no reason why anyone should listen to what we say about it. Like, who are we, basically? We haven't even designed a game ourselves, uh, so why should we be you know, criticizing what, how somebody does it. Well, now that's all changed. <laughs> Andrew and I decided to take a running joke on the show and make it into our lives. That's right. Andrew and I's lives are officially jokes now. They've been unofficially jokes before. <laughs> but And uh, what we did was we decided, we, after we had made our 100th j- joke about Candyland Duel, we said to ourselves, what if we actually sat, wouldn't it be fun if we actually sat down and wrote rules and like designed Candyland Duel? And we did. Uh, And uh, so you're saying to yourself, you know, well, when can I play that? And it's like, well, you can wait, you know, five years and it will be in your local Target, you know what I mean, Uh, for, for the holidays. Or you can jump on our Patreon right now and have access to it and be playing it by tonight. Know what I mean, wow. Andrew? So you want to be That's a play? Right. You want to be part of our playtester community for Candyland Duel? Do you want to get updates all the time about new features in Candyland Duel, new game aspects to try out? You want to see how this game develops? You're going to want to visit Patreon. P A T R E O N. Patreon.com slash Two Can Play That Game Podcast. Finally, the Mount Rushmore of game designers, the Knizias, you know, the... Um, Rosenbergs. The, right, right, the Rosenberg. We should probably know, this should probably trip off my tongue a little bit easier there, Andrew. But it doesn't matter who else we can think of, because there's only room for two more faces on Mount Rushmore. And of course, that's going to go to Steel and Miller. Uh, at Patreon, and you can and you can be the person who points at the statue and says, "I was there at the beginning, you know, before these guys ever even had their faces carved on there." Because I went to patreon.com forward slash two can play that game podcast, and we got to get back to the regular show. Aw, okay then. <laughs> Okay, it is time for a lovely love break. Uh, we're going to take a break from love playing... Break, baby love break. <laughs> we, we definitely owe the b 52 some money because I think we sing that every time. Um, <laughs> we... Yeah, come, uh, get it. come get blood from a stone. Go ahead. <laughs> from stone and leaf and water. No, we're not... Uh, <laughs> we're playing uh, Fog of Love. Yes, we have an ongoing game of Fog of Love that we've been playing now yep. for many weeks. And uh, it's a it's a romantic relationship going on between pete and i here and uh we're gonna play another card another scene into our romantic i I will say this is a mm, this is a made up romantic relationship between us Uh, not to be confused yes real life relationship which gets kind of romantic sometimes 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 um last time i guess to sum it up oh last time we actually won a trip to italy i don't know if you remember that and we decided we decided to go for an entire month (laughs) because we were both so irresponsible about it migos you know what i mean yeah Uh, they always talk about being in italy i'm sure there's something that's way over my head with that or maybe they just like it because they know. are good fashion guys, so maybe they. But anyway, yeah, we decided you were so you're you're so undisciplined that we decided <laughs> to uh, to just stay a whole, a whole month in Italy and just kind of throw throw caution to the wind. 
Um, and so, Andrew, I think that means that it's the perfect time for me to play this card into this chapter of our relationship, Andrew. Okay. This one is called Breakfast in Bed. Oh. It says, close your eyes. Close your eyes, Andrew. I don't know how to say that in Italian, but <clears throat> it says, close your eyes. In a minute, you'll get everything your heart desires. Now, tell me that's not the most Italian thing you've ever heard. Uh, now, this, right. is a bo- this is a both This is a both choose, Andrew. And then, and then I'm a little um, bit disappointed that it's breakfast that when I have my eyes, but okay, go ahead. <laughs> oh my gosh, Andrew. Now we're going to fight. Breakfast is so good. <laughs> Andrew, what is the player serving? That's me. And what does the partner hope to be served? That's you. So basically, there's not even this this card, no matter what we choose, it doesn't even influence our personality tokens or yeah. whatever. You know what I mean? Um, which is one of the main portions Another of the game. One of these. This is only going to influence, yeah, just like the flowers we played a couple weeks ago or whatever. This one is only going to influence uh, our happiness, our satisfaction, which yeah. is uh, measured in the on our heart meter. Um, and if we both match on this, Andrew, if mm-hmm. I make what you desire, uh, we're both going to go up by two in that category, which is pretty nice, cool. Nice. Uh, and if there's no match, you still go up by one because you still get breakfast. So, <laughs> nice. you know I mean? so there's no there's no negative. I like to think, here, which is why I think it'll go great. Yeah, I like to think in this scenario that uh, my mine would go up by one because I'm getting breakfast and you're not getting you're not getting any breakfast. I think you're just sitting off to the side watching yeah. me eat breakfast. But I'm not losing ha- satisfaction. You know what I mean? I'm just right. working. I'm just at work, basically. Right. You know okay. what I mean? I'm just... Um, okay. Andrew, uh, as we know, I'm a choices. chef. I'm a big burly chef that wears a shower oh, That's right. That's uh, sh- a good card hat. for your... Well, a flower hat. A well, you shower have, hat with You have to wear... Hat, yes, yes. You have to wear a shower cap over your flower hat because you never... shower cap you don't, when I'm in the shower. Exactly. You don't yep. take it off. And, of course, I just got off. out of the shower, so right. I'm still wearing it. Yeah. Right. Um, you're and still you, dripping wet in the Instagram. kitchen. And just slipping, yes. everybody's slipping in the kitchen because you're dripping water all over the place. Yeah, exactly. I Well, here's what I do. I come into the, we're probably at a hotel, so I probably march into the hotel straight out of the shower. Don't even dry <laughs> off. I say, get out, you know, get out of here. I got to make breakfast for my wife. And I'm quite the accomplished chef. <laughs> I'm your wife. So I don't, okay. need, I don't need to. And, um... Uh, I guess you're not my wife at this point or whatever, but whatever, um, my partner, <laughs> it doesn't you know matter. what I mean? Yes. And, um, and of course I have trailed in a ton of water, so it's very easy to slide them out of the room. Basically. I basically put them on a slip and slide, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, of my shower water. And so they all slide out and they're Italian. So they'll probably go on a smoke break or something like that. They'll love, they'll love it. Uh, <laughs> Europeans love, love to go on break. And, uh, but you know what? I don't say that to make fun of them. I think that's great, and I think we're the suckers in, in the U.S. for not, you know, standing up for our workers' rights. Anyway, bunch Andrew, of lazy, bunch of lazy folks <laughs> over there. I'll say, bunch of lazy folks. Bunch of lazy, Get happy folks who, you know, you get know. to work. Yeah, bunch of lazy, um, happy folks. Get to work and be. You miserable should be like hardworking, extremely miserable people like us here. In that's the right, Jeez, uh, Andrew. Um, so. Here are our options, okay? okay? A, a soft, soft-boiled egg, slice of bread with fresh butter, oatmeal, and some strawberries. Chinese breakfast noodles is B. Not mm. sure what that means, but okay. C, creme brulee French toast. D, baked beans, scrambled eggs, bacon, and sausages. Um... And I'll be whipping it up. Of course, I'm a chef. You are, of course, a social media um, influencer. Mm-hmm. Um, 
So, you know, let's get into character here, Andrew, and decide. You're going to choose what I, you yes. hope that I make. Yep, I know. I'm choosing something to make for you. I know what my character We're in would Italy, want of course. Here, so. Okay, I've uh, you locked yours in? Okay, yeah, I'm mine's locked mine in. Mine's locked in. Here, All right, no. I'm going with this. Okay, you ready, Andrew? And three, yes. we're going to reveal. Three, two, one. Flip. Okay. Oh. Okay. <laughs> well, uh, I should have gone with that. I sh- I honestly, okay, so you went with the creme brulee French toast, and I creme was. Creme French toast. I was thinking about that. I psyched myself out at the end because I realized we're in Italy, and so I didn't want to insult. <laughs> you didn't want to go French. Our oh, host by making a uh, very French dish. I yeah. Mean, so I instead made the very Italian, I, you right. know, soft-boiled eggs. Um, <laughs> That's very Italian. Fresh, yeah. fresh bread, butter, oatmeal. They love oatmeal. Over oatmeal, uh, yes. But I, I, get, I get it. Tell me if I'm wrong, but this, because I, I thought about this at first, was I was like, Andrew might choose the creme brulee french toast because it's probably the most visually um, well it's it's kind of like a thing thing for a post right i could show it off on instagram because i'm an influencer right so i mean it's not just french toast it's creme brulee which i'm not even sure what that is i guess it has like look what boo look what boo made me for breakfast right yeah and it's creme brulee french toast yeah that's probably the most yep i should but you know and instead you the thing that you picked has like strawberries or whatever right so i mean that'll add some color at least to the to the photo so you know that's fine I'll yeah pick. it would be varied or whatever but you're yeah. right i think yours would be the most interesting thing to to do a post about well andrew that's fine yeah, you Pete. still get you still get your satisfaction but by one so actually we're kind of closing the gap we've had like a we had like a three-point gap between our satisfaction and each other but now it's only two right uh yeah i'm up to uh what am i up to 17 now i guess yeah so um, okay, um, and I'm 19, so, okay, good. We're close. We're close in satisfaction. Still both pretty low, I'd say, for this point in the game, but oh well. Yeah, that's a good point. <clears throat> that's a good point. Based <laughs> on our previous plays, we were always much higher than this by now, but, you know, we can make it work. Okay. Andrew, I'd love to make it work right now, but we just don't have time for that, okay? We gotta, we gotta move on with the rest of the show. Okay. Oh, Andrew, speaking of making it work, uh, essentially that is more or less the uh conceit and the question we're asking with our segment market research market research yeah pete and i went ahead and we did we took a, the liberty of doing a little market research we're really tapped into this kind of thing here okay we're gonna and although we're although trying it's... to make we're trying to make this board game work on a bigger market yes yes sell I more see. units yeah you know what i mean appeal to the entire world I mean, there are plenty of board gamers out there who love the art of this and they want to play this game. But we want—I mean, we want this thing in every single house. How are we going to sell this to that's everybody out to there, you. right? I mean, that's what I'm saying to you. Mass market. <clears throat> yes. You know what I mean, what um, are we going to do, Andrew? What do you think? Well, how do, we, how do we make this game appeal to every United States citizen or whatever? It's—it's it's the only way, Pete. The only way we could do it. We gotta mm-hmm. make—we gotta make a movie. Haven the movie. Uh, and it's going to be... Starring Rihanna? Like Battleship? Oh, man, Pete, what, are you reading my Just notes? Saying. It's starring Liam Neeson and Rihanna, yes. Uh, what? You got it. <laughs> I just always have Rihanna on the mind, kind of. Yes. And, you. Well, and Liam Neeson for that point, yeah. Yes. Well, yeah. Um, But, it, I mean, it's forest people trying to save their forest. It's the mechanical, you know, monsters attacking the forest and trying to wow. bribe the forest spirit. So there's some, like... There's some like uh, political intrigue, you know. In fact, this could be a uh, a series on Netflix. I think not just a movie, but it could be. Um, you know, you're gonna have the giant um, 
elemental uh, spirits there as well. So there's going to be a lot of CGI, right. a lot of stuff, you know, just going to be great special effects. We got to get Michael Bay in on this thing, okay? Michael Bay is going to be directing so oh, yeah. so that it'll be, you know, you know, not very good, but everyone will still go see it for some reason. So, um, yep. you know, that'll be perfect. And I think since it'll be such a big blockbuster hit, uh, we'll get Taco Bell to sell merch and tie it in with a bunch of their tacos or whatever. And wow. you know, maybe if you eat enough gorditas or whatever, then you get a coupon for the board game and you can go buy. It. So that's how we're gonna get people interested in the board game. So Okay. <laughs> I love it. You gotta always tie Taco Bell in and then you'll get people on board. I, yeah. I think that's great. Yep. Andrew, um, I'm thinking to myself, hey, what's what gets everybody involved in the US right now? And you know it's gotta be politics, Andrew. You know it's gotta yes. be politics. We always Andrew. get political on this show. Thank you for bringing this up, Pete. Thank you, thank you. That's what everybody loves to talk about. They all, even when they say, the when even when they're making fun of the other side for making it political, quote unquote, they're just they're also making it political. We can't escape it these days. I don't have to tell you, it's 2022. So here's what you got to do: that classic Dems versus Repubs. You know what I mean? Okay. Uh, and this is probably true of every country out there. You can probably do it in uh, good old England, where it's whatever Tories and Whigs. I don't know. I can't remember. Um, Labor well, and Tories, maybe? I don't know. Uh, God, I, I wish there the was reason... even a party that you could even call Labor here in the United States, but oh well. <laughs> it's extinct. Yeah. But, um, Although yeah. I'll say, Pete, Speaking sadly, of... uh, yeah. most other countries have more than just two choices, but I'm not going to get too into yes. it. Uh, you know. Yes, that's for another time. Uh, anyway, Andrew and I are just jumping out our windows right now. Um, <laughs> anyway, speaking of only being two parties and nothing happening, Andrew, maybe you're fighting over passing legislation. You know what I mean? Maybe instead yep. of the, um, you know, those tokens, you're, you're fighting over passing legislation. You know what uh-huh. I mean? Um, and you're like sending, you know, um, Congress people to, the, to do it. Um, or maybe you're just trying to get votes from the Supreme Court, you know what I mean? And you're swaying them in one direction or the other. You mm-hmm, know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, uh, or maybe it's just good old gerrymandering. Andrew, of course, there's all that area control, and God knows, uh, especially Republicans, but I'm sure Democrats have done this too. But just just carving up, just carving up every town you could think of, uh, in every state mm-hmm. you could think of to try to uh, you know make these insane districts. You know yep. what I mean? Right. Uh, that go their way. So there's that whole area control part of it. And you got to get your political celebs in there, Andrew, to get people really salivating. You got to get your Trumps in there. You got to get your AOCs in there, your Pelosi's, your Ted Cruz's, your Alex Jones's, all the political oh. all the politicians that everybody loves. You know what I mean? <laughs> Alex Jones a politician or yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> essentially. For okay. about unfortunately for about 70% of the United States, yes. <laughs> yes. And they then wrote, here's the thing, Andrew. Man. Here's the here's the big plan, right? You don't now. Red Raven is, of course, uh, a really I love the publisher, um, and they kind of do their own thing. They beat to their own drum, which is something I really appreciate about them. They make good stuff. But we're not going that way with this. If we're doing mass market research, we're going. We're getting it. We're making it like a Walmart or an Amazon brand game. Okay, right. we're getting them to publish it, put their name all over it, so that just like in real life, no matter whether the Democrats or Republicans, you know, win, quote unquote, the real winner is a huge corporation in <laughs> this oligarchy oligarchy that oh, we great. live in. Andrew, that's been the segment market research. Well, um, Pete, I'd like to. <laughs> 
I would like to just point <laughs> out, though, Pete, that that was market research. Uh, although I, th- I think you just did a different way to skin a board game or whatever that segment is, because you, <laughs> yeah, you, oh, yeah, that's true. You changed the well, whole game. But <laughs> I, I didn't change the whole game. No, I just you just changed it, the theme. You just changed great. the theme, which is not what market research is about. But uh... <laughs> listen, Andrew, that's what the market wanted. So the is game the was game already good? You so just, is the they just wanted a new theme. So is the game? Oh, I see. Oh, that's what your research came up with. Okay, well, that, I guess you can't argue with the research. It's good data. Um, can't argue. It's right there. Is the game the still called Haven? Though is it? Is that? It's still called Haven. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's still called it's still called Haven. It's ironically called Haven, right? <laughs> it's called it. Freedom. Just call it Freedom, which is such like a nondescript, <laughs> blah word that it yeah. will get everybody. It's just perfect. Yes, it's such a such and a. And then when you when you days, buy it at Wal- when you buy it at Walmart, they say, "Hey, Freedom isn't free," you know. Mm. They, yeah, exactly. Exactly. They have exactly. they have a uh, a camera pointed right at you. It's uh, anti shoplifting sign that says Freedom isn't free. You know, <laughs> exactly, exactly. Yeah. Yep. Um, now, Andrew, I'm going to go ahead and punch out from our work at the old market uh, research factory and go ahead and let's cut loose. Let's party. And specifically, let's go ahead and try to be the life of the party. Life of the party. Okay, we'll try, we'll try, even though uh, Pete and I, we're not going to any parties, and neither are you, you lonely sucker, listening to this podcast, but uh, we're going to still try <laughs> and make, we're still going to try and make this game Haven into a party game, so uh, yep. how are we going to do mm-hmm. that? Um, yeah. you, know, you know what, Pete? What are you thinking, I, Andrew? How are you going to make this into a party game? It's going to be a costume party. That's right, we're, co- we're cosplaying. Oh my gosh. Yes. Of course, that's a great idea. We're cosplaying as all the animals and mechs from the cards, the seekers of this game. You got your yep. uh, your owls and your warthogs and your and your deer. You also got your I don't know flying eyeballs was one of them. And uh, oh yeah, you know yeah. all kinds of different uh, creepy things. So <clears throat> um, oh, yeah. it's gonna it's gonna be a lot of work up front for for the guests. Okay, so and if your costume isn't mm-hmm. good enough, if your costume isn't good enough, you're not allowed in. If you didn't spend a couple hundred bucks on this thing, sorry, you're not coming into my party. Okay. Right. 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 Yeah. You have to spend way too much time and money on your costume um, in order to get in this party. <laughs> That's good. Anyway, That's good. yeah, there and will. Then what be, happens when you get there? There will be a bouncer. Um, well, once you come in, then uh, yeah, you. I guess you get into groups, and whoever has the highest value gets to have a drink of water. Or uh, <laughs> okay, you, okay, a bite of lettuce. Whoever, or whoever something. has the highest value gets gets a drink of water. Okay. <clears throat> yep. Yeah. Yep, or you get to... And everybody's trying... And this, and this is the talk of the town. Everybody's trying to get into this one. Well, you got to have a great costume. I mean, you got to make it look just like the card. That's what I'm going to say. You know, you got to be like yeah. that little forest sprite card. Or you you know what? You could even dress up as one of the uh, one of the big um, giants or whatever in this game. So Elementals? Yeah. Elementals, yeah. Yeah, you can do that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, Andrew, but you got to be on it. stilts. You got to be on stilts because, I, like I said, no... No costumes. If you're an elemental, just, you gotta yeah. be huge. Yeah, right. Yeah, you're a giant at that point. And, you know, if I can tell that you, showing up, you know, with, yeah. yeah, if I can tell that you made it yourself, it's not good enough. Okay, I gotta be able to. I gotta be blown away by this because I'm an yep. influencer, right? I gotta. I'm a. I'm yeah, a... that's right. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> Andrew, um, here's my idea to make this a, a life party. Okay, I'm trying to think like how to make this game, you know, a party game, right? I'm thinking. 
okay, there's two sides, right? So obviously you got to have two opposing groups. Um, okay. And then you got to divide up. Let's let's say you divide up parts of the city or town that you're in. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. And then you have those two sides fight each other for domination oh. Oh. of the territories. You know, Whoa. trying to gain more and more territory. Oh, no for their side and they can use like projectiles and weapons and stuff you know hold on pp this is this is gang uh, warfare i'm just realizing i'm just realizing it now andrew i have i've invented gang warfare yeah this is, okay this is the sharks and the okay. jets you know this is not good yeah 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 okay maybe i'll have to maybe i'll have to put that one back in the oven andrew sorry about that <laughs> just realizing now just realizing now problem well andrew um that one's gonna have to be in the oven for a little bit longer so i hope you uh hope you aren't too hungry it'll just be a little bit longer pete i am super hungry i'm i'm very very hungry i'm hungry 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 i'm hungry host hungry hungry hosts yeah. Okay, Andrew. You're telling me you're a hungry, hungry host, which just so happens to be the name of uh, one of our uh, most popular segments, where you're starving on a des- deserted island. Yes. Desert island. I guess. And we're desert. still. I was about. I was about to say desert island, and then I was like, it. Um. I was like, is that the one where it's sweets? And it's like, no, that's dessert. <laughs> Pretty wild that we have one where it's just. It's either desert or dessert, based yeah. on like a slight inflection. Anyway. What part desert, of this game are you eating desert. first, Andrew? You're starving on a desert island. You got the game of Haven. What part are you eating first? Um, I'm for sure eating the stone lore tokens. And um, what? Why? Oh, why? I think I know why. Wait, go ahead. Uh, really? Is do you know this... why? No, I don't know. Because they look. Do they look like potatoes? Is that what you're trying to say? <laughs> no. Um... They kind of do. I the whole time we were playing this game, I kept thinking that they were almonds. Uh, they look kind of oh. they're kind of like pointy. They're kind of like pointy stones. I thought uh, they look just like an almond to me. So of yeah. course, if I'm going to be on a desert island, I'm going to be totally delusional and I'm going to get tricked. So oh, yeah. yeah, even when we were playing, I was still being tricked. Every time I looked down, I was like, oh, almond, and then I had to like tell my my brain had to be like, <laughs> nope, that's that's stone. Okay, it's not almond. So. Mm-hmm. You know, if I'm like totally, if I'm starved and delusional on this desert island and, you know, being baked in the sun, my brain yeah. would definitely trick me into eating this one first. I'm going to be like, oh, give me oh, the yeah. almonds. And I'm going to be eating the cardboard. So um, I'm yeah. just, I'm just kind of, you know, it's not, I know it's not that strategic. It might not be the most nutritious of all the pieces in this game, but I just know, that, I just know myself well enough that uh, i'm gonna make that dumb decision yeah just eat them. listen and it's very brave of you to admit on the air that you yep. are addicted to almonds that you are an almond a true fiend for almonds well you know? should we should we even reveal the fact that <laughs> that uh pete came over to play this game at my house uh you know a few nights ago and um brought the game over and he also brought over a bunch of uh expired larabars um which oh yeah the main ingredient is almonds and i uh oh i never i didn't realize that is that oh true? yeah i thought it i thought the, it was just dates and uh dates I don't know what, and cashews or something like that no it's almonds. no date well those the two flavors that you brought were almond the almond based ones i don't eat the other wow. ones um yeah i only eat the almond ones folks 
Andrew is a Lara Bar expert because yes. he had to he had to go on a restrictive diet at some point and those those hit the spot so he knows he's done his research imagine all the research Andrew does on board games imagine he applied that to Lara bars and you'd know how much you'd get a sense for how much he knows about these things there's only three ingredients in those and uh yeah the cherry pie and the banana bread flavor they're very good um so, but yeah. while we were so sitting there playing win Andrew over go ahead and send him if uh, Lara bar is listening you know send him a box of the uh, banana bread and a box of the cherry pie while we were playing this game, I felt a little gluttonous because I must have eaten like seven or eight Lara bars. Yeah, is, you ate uh, a lot of these. Quite things, a bit. Yeah. <laughs> but you know what? I wasn't ashamed enough to not eat more. So I kept I kept on eating those. Well, in fact, you know what, Pete? Congrats. I'm down here in the yeah. basement where I have that pile of expired Lara bars. Expired also, which Uh-oh. is a little bit of ash. I I'm gonna just, just well, go ahead and ramp uh, vamp a little bit. I'm gonna I'm gonna go get one. I'm gonna <laughs> oh, eat it on no. the air right now. Right Don't now. eat on Mike. Don't eat on Mike. Yeah, 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 yeah. Now, Andrew, what I'm going to do, so I'm on the uh, island and going insane from starvation. Uh, I'm looking at this game. I'm gonna, I'm cracking this baby open. I'm going, oh, haven. You know, my mouth's watering. And I'm thinking to myself, first of all, the leaf elementals looking good, looking real good. Kind of looking to me like a seaweed salad. You know, those kinds of things you can get when you're eating, uh, like a, it's like a side appetizer when you're getting sushi. Oh, I, like, I, I love that stuff. No, I hate I hate this this The real it's like it's like cold and like stringy and chewy, but also kind of crunchy. Oh, so good. They put sesame seeds in there. Oh, it's delicious. Please, Pete. Um, Pete, so, I'm eating. Don't yeah. make me sick here, okay? <laughs> Andrew, that might be a good. That's so I got an appetizer, right? Now the water elemental looking very refreshing, of course. So maybe I'm maybe I'm trying to wash it down with the water elemental who knows but also listen you got these leaf lore tokens you know what i mean so they're just and they just have a big old leaf on it you put a bunch of those together it looks like a salad baby yeah yeah uh you throw some protein in there because you you got all sorts of things to choose from you got a lore boar which is like just like a big boar for the city side uh you got the tree helk or the tree tree horn like elk looking thing they call mm-hmm. it a tree horn but it's just like a big old deer or elk or whatever buck or yeah whatever. but the horns look more um, like branches of a tree it's like not something you'd see in real life mm-hmm. which i think i'm I not gonna eat the branches cool cool eat, image you know. yeah yeah i mean i'm not gonna eat the meat either i'm a vegetarian but in this it's you know if i've i beggars can't be choosers if i'm you're, starving you're on starving i mean Desert Island, yeah right? yeah uh but one thing i would do anything for um food but i won't do that um quote unquote meatloaf um because i'm not going to oh, I would love eat the flying eye thing you know what i mean probably oh, really? probably at least at first because it's like it's just a big eyeball with wings you know what i mean mm-hmm. and so skin seems kind of leathery i don't know what i'm getting out of that i don't know um andrew there's even cards some of the power some of the power cards i think each side has one power that's smelling salts that gives you like extra turns or whatever so you got salt, baby. That's spice. That's spices you can throw in there. And then uh, speaking of spice, the leaf haven tokens, as they call them, the ones that mark, you know, um, you know, whatever. They the, the ones that when you when you earn a haven, you put down a token to show that you earned a haven. The ones for the for the forest side are they're supposed to they're just depicting a single leaf, but the way that it's shaped, it kind of reminds me of like a jalapeno pepper or something like that. So. <laughs> You throw that in there, baby. Come on, you got a salad. You know what I mean. So right. I'm probably gonna be doing that. I'm just gonna. So, so I'm kind of cheating. So just to be just to be clear, all of it, I guess. Yeah, right? just to be clear, yeah. you're eating uh, every piece in the game. Okay, got it. Yeah. All right, you're just yeah. Uh, sorry. 
Sorry. Right. <clears throat> once well, again, and, and you know what? Once again, not following I'm gonna finish the rules it up. I'm going to have a, f- a full three-course meal, Andrew, because then I'm going to have dessert because they have this card in there, Andrew. It's called Rejuvenating Fruit. And let me yeah. tell you, this thing looks scrumptious, okay? You're going to be so rejuvenated. There you go. Okay, so rejuvenated. Yep. once again, Pete not following the rules of the segment. Not sure why we have these uh, segments at all, but, uh, you know, whatever. <laughs> <clears throat> well, Andrew, I mean, I every time I, I go down to Pete, you got to here's your problem. Go down to <laughs> you got to read the rule book of the podcast, okay? <laughs> oh my god. Are you playing Andrew. Are you doing podcasts one, without the reading the rule book? I don't, you know. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Uh, says Andrew, says the guy who the classically I've I've in the past like 2 weeks I've started several games with Pete on Board Game Arena not having read the rule book at all. With games you never even you're like I'll figure it out as we go along. <laughs> I'm just clicking on cards. What's mm-hmm. this one do? Okay, let's see. What's this one do? Oh, I get it. Oh, it's instant loss? All right, well, let's try it again. <laughs> Andrew, happen. I sit down to prepare for these episodes, and I say to myself, I mean, I, I could, uh, you know, follow the rules of the segment, uh, but yeah. should I? You know what I mean? Which yeah. kind of reminds me of, Andrew, uh, we should probably get into the uh, one of the last segments of this show. Uh, two could play this game, but should they? Two could play this game, but should they? Oh, it is that special time. Uh, how sure are you that two people should play this game? Now, we're going to give this game a rating from 0 to 100%. Now, Pete's probably going to give it a rating of like 300% or something like that. You know, that's <laughs> not allowed. But uh, anyway, I'm going to follow the rules here. Oh, yeah, I see. And uh, <clears throat> um, I am going to say that I am 69% sure that two people should play this game. Uh, mm. I thought it was a nice game. Um, it's bit of a spicy number. Yes, okay. it's it's blackjack, which I like. Uh, but it's got plenty of twists and other things thrown in there. Um, I guess it, it like it was great. It just didn't really knock my socks off. It's not like something that I I definitely was thinking about a lot and want to come back to. Um, mm-hmm. m- probably my favorite part of it was the special powers. I guess because it. It threw in more of the theme, which I, I liked. I liked the theme of this. I liked the artwork. I felt like I was kind of like more immersed in this one. Um, the, me- mm-hmm. the mechanics yeah. were all, I guess, thing. I don't want to say. I don't, I'm not trying to rag on this game. It's a good game, but it was like things that I've seen in mm-hmm. other games, just kind of thrown together in like. It's a good order. point. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Besides, there wasn't the, there wasn't necessarily a ton of like novel moments right. or whatever where you're like right. whoa what's this or whatever you kind of like we're already familiar with the the, the well, actually yeah game. actually i guess the best the best part of it for me i forgot even was actually the best part was getting crazy with it wait isn't that what we always call it i'm gonna get crazy oh, with uh, water. getting nu- i'm going going nuts i'm going nuts I, i'm going nuts on this one <laughs> on stone. right because there is when you really get zoom in on the rules one of the things you can do is instead of playing uh, a seeker yeah. from your hand uh, face down and so you know what you're adding to your side on any you know given token that you're going to use to to fight for it when you resolve the token you can instead choose to draw from your draw pile of seekers so you have no idea what that one next one's going to be because you've shuffled it up and flip it you gotta you gotta say where you're putting it first and then put it there face up so there's this moment where all of a sudden you flip over a card 
that nobody has any idea what it's going to be, and, and it could be a, a deal breaker. You're just hoping that you don't bust, um, even if it makes you feel You're good. just hoping that you don't bust. You uh, think about baseball or something. Right, exactly, just a routine ground ball to shortstop. Um, I would say that that was my favorite part because it was, you know, I love, I'm addicted to gambling probably. Um, just yeah, being like, okay, yeah, yeah. Here we well, go. And you love up. chaos in games. You love, love chaos it. in games. I love so it. So it's like that is, <laughs> that's just a classic. That's maybe the, maybe one of the best uses of chaos in a game I've ever seen. Yeah. You know I mean? Yeah. The idea that you're like, this could really help me. It also could re- really hurt me. You know well, what I mean? Like, yeah. I like that you're not forced to do it. Like, I, if I were designing a game, which I You did, don't have to. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There's going to be, like, forced chaos in there. But it's like, it's a choice. If you've got nothing in your hand going on, it's like, well, all right. I guess I might as well just roll the dice here and see what happens. Um, yeah. But, like, I, I think I said this earlier in the show, would, that part makes it feel more like real blackjack, where you're just flipping over a card blindly and hoping that it's close, you know? So... Right. Um, so even that is from from a very old game. Um, I just I I I think the theme honestly is is the best part of this. I think they I like that mm-hmm. they went with fantasy. I was thinking about this. They went with just some sort of fantasy thing that didn't really wasn't really tied to any real life culture or anything like that. It's not yes. not like Targi yes. or something like that where you can poke holes and it'd be like, well, that's not actually. It's just more games right. should be like this where it's just some some made up thing. And I just I liked it. Yes. Yeah. Right. It's a world called Haven. Yeah. There is a city and a forest, and that's and that's it. You know what I mean? Like it's yeah. just like right. Yeah. Uh, absolutely, Andrew. I am seventy-five percent sure that two mm. people should play this game. So I like I'm liking this one a little bit more than you, but we're all we're in the same region, which is to say the like not not one of our favorite things we've ever played. But certainly, very good region. You know yeah. what I mean? Um, it's respectable. I think Red Raven. I think Red Raven always does a good job of making you feel like you've entered another world, like you said, one that's both familiar but also unfamiliar. So yeah, you know, it's not completely like blip blorp. You know what I mean? Uh, breathes oxygen through his feet or whatever. You know what I mean? There's something <laughs> right. familiar about it. You feel. You know what I mean? Um, uh, though blip blorp, you know, breathing oxygen through his feet is pretty sick don't that trademark 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 um calling it now okay but the uh, yeah i like it i i like i like this stuff you know there's like uh, some people refer to this as kind of like a ghibli studio ghibli type game you know what i mean because it's like miyazaki hayao miyazaki who mm-hmm. did like you know spirited away and all that stuff he yes. does a lot of like mankind versus nature kind of stuff um mankind versus the undertaker kind of whimsical versus the undertaker yeah his famous in this in the hell in the cell match uh (laughs) heck in the sec uh (laughs) um dear god andrew he is broken in half okay (laughs) oh my god (laughs) what a match go watch it on youtube Um, it's so good anyway (laughs) the designer i think put in a lot of rule variants um to make the game as complex and varied as you want we didn't really cover that but they they're like you can play with this added in you can play with that added in Uh you know what i mean you could you could choose that you know that this is a rule yada yada yada, which i like um the gameplay andrew i mentioned this while we were playing it it's a little bit what i would call like staccato you know what i mean (laughs) it's not um which is to say it's got like these sharp rhythms every now and then it just it didn't feel like it flowed um extremely well at, at least at at least at first i bet the more you play it um you know the smoother the gameplay gets but there was a little bit of you know what i mean and it's like pa, tu, ta, pu, ta, tu, ta, 
you know what I mean, or whatever, like, is, like, the rhythm. Or like, instead of being, like, you know what I mean, like, having, like, a having like a set rhythm anyway and so that okay you know, this that is a new segment feels a little awkward new segment idea it's uh what what rhythm does this game have and we each of us just implement. what rhythm <laughs> yeah just, yeah <laughs> rhythm on this yeah um Andrew, this game's more so, of a yeah. there's some <laughs> just scatting just you know <laughs> uh kelsey grammar coming in and just scatting um and not fraser crane but actually kelsey grammar coming in and um andrew that's uh i think that's something that could get ironed out there are there are games where you just instantly it feels like you're wading into like a hot pool and you're like whoa this feels so good and comfortable you know what i mean that one didn't quite it didn't quite get there yet yeah um it i think also it needs a little something more andrew for me i i would like to be like rewarded for bluffing more or whatever or like pulling the chair on somebody like something with like where you make somebody like build up their forces but then you can pull back some of your forces at one you know what i mean like they're well, you know just like an extra little set of something yeah i was gonna there. i was gonna suggest this but i didn't want to say it right away but um maybe yeah. if they added in like an element where like you know you have to put real money down on this game you know some betting involved <laughs> oh okay maybe, yeah andrew uh, i do think you're addicted to gambling okay. yeah I think, oh, okay. okay that's yeah uh, I think you should call one eight hundred gambler. Well, a gambling problem? Call one eight hundred gambler. Should probably say that. Yes, that is a, that is a real addiction. <laughs> that is a real thing. Yes, not 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 making light of it, um, Andrew. Um, so yeah, could just use a little bit more something to to kind of spice this one up because, like you said, you are very familiar with these the area control, the kind of yeah blackjack element, or as I would call it, um, Star Wars Empire vs Rebellion <laughs> element, right. Um, more well known so yeah just adding a little bit more in there it's but it, I, I will say this it's certainly not as random or luck dependent as it might seem at first you know what i mean as <laughs> and, and maybe as some people would say it is oh, there no. really is a skill that comes from deciding when to use all the different options that are available to you based on the cards that you draw and even which cards to draw you know what i mean like it's it's like yeah. when do you draw a power when do you use a power because every time you do that you can't draw or use a seeker you know what i mean like it, there's like there is an economy of a certain number of choices you can make in this game certain number of actions you're going to have in a given game and so you can't really waste an action you know what i mean so you really do have to think about what you're what you're what you're going to do um and i think that's really cool i, I so that that's that's why i like this one so much mm-hmm. quite frankly mm-hmm. um in addition to the artworks you know gorgeous i agree with you and the theme's great Love the world building that they did. Um, and, Andrew, quite frankly, I want to play this one again. I was thinking about it the next day, and I think that counts oh, for something. Okay. You know what I mean? Okay. So yeah. um, so it might be a, a, a little bit too simple in some ways for me. Maybe it didn't quite put its hook deep in me, but uh, it got my lip. You know what I mean? Just like a fish. Just like... <laughs> Uh, if you release me, I'll be fine. I'll still live okay. But um, so that's why I'm going with 75%, Andrew. But um, you know, I gave it 75%. You gave it the extremely X-rated 69%. Let's go ahead and uh, let's go ahead and take a walk on over to our leaderboard. Leaderboard. Okay, adults only on this leaderboard. We are taking a look going through the <coughs> at the going through the beaded going through the beaded curtain in the back of the video store to to, to look at the leaderboard. Where our leaderboard is located. That's yeah. right. Mm-hmm. That's right. Um, let's see. 
you like I said, you gave it a 75, I gave it a 69. So we're going to average those two scores out, and we are going to come up with a final score of 72%. We are officially 72% okay, sure baby. that two people should play the game and, of Haven. And that isn't a bad score at all. I mean, a 72, come on, that's good. Out of 100, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. That's pretty good. Uh, however, that does mean, I mean, it's just there's so much competition for space on this leaderboard now, Andrew. I mean, we've done 56 games. So wow. that does land it at number number 37. Mm-hmm. Um, so, um, Well, it's got some good company mm-hmm. here. It's right above number 30. It really does. Right above number 38, which is Hive, a.k.a. Bug Chess, yeah. a classic two-player game. Bug Chess, Hive, yep. Mm-hmm. Right below the cult classic, uh, Time Barons. Uh, Time Barons. Shout out to Kyle Frost for that one, yeah. <clears throat> yes, absolutely. Um, mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and it's two below Glasgow, which, uh, you know, is which, uh, you which, know, terrific. Which, which is a bad game, yeah. It's a not fun game. <laughs> uh, love it, love it. 93 I gave that one. You gave that one 55. 55. Is that, um, there's something wrong with this. Uh, looks like there's a glitch in this one, Andrew. I don't. There's no way you could have given that one a 55. Anyway, yeah, Andrew, not fun. this one, we uh, I think we're a little bit more in agreement on this one, Andrew, with yeah. uh, Haven, which is that we both think that it is good. It is very good, in fact. It's we pretty, just, you know, there's just good. a lot of other options out there. So maybe it gets its way in sometimes, you know what I mean? Maybe but maybe some other things show up more often in our in our rotation, you know what That's I mean? That's right. That's right. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. But if you want to check out our full leaderboard, of course, you can I think you can still go to our Tumblr, to can play that game yes. podcast.tumblr.com. Uh, That's right, Andrew. Um, you can see all sorts of stuff there. You can see updates to. You can see our old chess break. You can see our current uh, love break. Um, you can, yeah, check out that leaderboard. All sorts of stuff. Um, Andrew, you can even go to our link tree, which is uh, linktr.ee/slash two can play that game. Link tree, but with a dot right before the two e so link tr dot ee slash two can play that game will take you to our link tree and that gets you to all sorts of stuff which also one of those links links you to our patreon andrew which is uh, a spot where you can basically just throw us uh, street street musicians us buskers you know what i mean uh, a couple of a couple of coins in our hat uh every month you know to keep uh, keep making the stuff which is kind of nice pete that um i'd say that if people did all that and went to our link tree and went to our Patreon uh-huh. and threw us some money, I think that'd be pretty cool. Oh, okay. Well, see you next time, folks. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> of course, I'm kidding, Andrew. That, of course, is our classic segue for our segment. Are we cool? Are we cool? Oh, okay. No, I wasn't trying to. I was just. That was. I just saying it was cool. But yeah, that's. Oh, you were just. Okay. I was just saying that it would be pretty cool, and then doing a big dramatic pause afterwards. Um, <laughs> oh, okay, classic. Yeah, but classic. Uh, I guess so. Yeah, we could do this segment um, after playing this game. Are we still cool? How many points did our friendship yeah. go up or down? Got to keep track of those friendship points here. Uh, okay, you gotta have. You gotta have your. You gotta gamify your friendship um, to yep. be here, Andrew. That's of course what we do. So, Andrew, I'm gonna go ahead and say we our friendship went up by one point. Oh, one. wow. It's a I it's said, a clever little game I said that I felt thing. pretty relaxed playing with you. You yeah. know what I mean? So I said the same thing. Plus one. I thought that wow. the the chaos moments were really fun where it's like, okay, yes. you know, build up a little drama and then we both When you react go to nuts, it. quote unquote. Yeah. There's really mm-hmm. not that much uh, take that ism in this, you know. Uh, yeah. I, I felt right. like 
You it, the you can't right. really mess up what the other person's doing. You can just control what you're doing and hope that it's better than what the other person's doing. You know what I'm saying? There's mm-hmm. there's only a mm-hmm. few little yeah. powers where you can kind of mess up what they're doing, but not right. You know, very true. Very much. true. So I thought it's fine. I'm glad that we're in the positive, Pete. I did want to point out um, to all of our uh, French listeners out there that uh, the game Haven Haven is English for La Havre. I just did want to point that out to all the. <laughs> Uh, French speakers out there, and uh, oh, uh, that man, that is a callback. You're right. That uh, to uh, our La Havre episode. Um, hmm, interesting. Yeah. and it's not. We're not. We're playing a game called Haven and not Harbor. I know how you might get confused uh, about. There that. is a game called Harbor. Is, I'm sure there is. Go ahead. <laughs> um, yeah, of course there is. Yeah. Um, but it's not two players, so we're not going to uh, ever touch that one. Uh, start with um, garbage. And Andrew, um, in fact, if you were to uh, touch that game, oh. that would probably mean that you have more than one friend. And uh, I want you guys to tune in next time unless you get another friend. Yeah, if you do touch that game, you get another friend, that's going to be a big problem. You can't tune in here. We know that. Yep. There's only for people with mm-hmm. one friend. So. If you yeah. do that, you're going to need to uh, tune into a different podcast. And we did find a nice one out there. It's called Threetsa Hut. Ah, yes. Threetsa Hut. That is, of course, the podcast about three-player board games and Pizza Hut, Andrew. That is the mm-hmm. home of the pan pizza, the personal pan pizza. Also stuffed crust and uh, whatnot. They got that buttery crust over there. Yeah. Yep. Uh, thank you to Pizza Hut for sponsoring this. Uh, no, they did not, actually. The, um, they should, though. Next day, hey, hit us up. Oh, I guess there are. <sighs> that would be so good, <laughs> dude. Honestly, I'm desperate for Pizza Hut to sponsor this <laughs> podcast. It would be it would be great. Um, yeah, we'd have to throw in a Pizza Hut's good. I know it's a joke, kind of. I here's the thing: is that it's different pizza, and people have. I'm, I'm not the first one to say this, but like you have cravings for different types of pizza. Oh like, sure. I, like I do. Like clearly, there is like the New well, York style pizza that's very good. You know what I mean? Yeah. But, like, sometimes you want the Pizza Hut style of pizza. Americans are kind of like, uh, with pizza, kind of like how they always say, like, you know, um, uh, <laughs> uh, Eskimos would be with snow, where they, they have, like, 30 different yes. words for snow. Like, we have 30 different right. feelings for pizza. It's like, no, I don't want that kind yes. of pizza. I want that. And somebody who maybe There's, is not that into yes. pizza might be like, what do you mean? It's all the same. No, it's not. It's not. Yes. That is it, Andrew. That is exactly it. And you can't really compare. I don't think you can really compare them. It's like, it's like, oh, Pizza Hut's uh, terrible. Uh, I like, you know, whatever. I like my local pizza joint better. That's, you know, Ant- Antonio's, you know, wood fire. But it's like, well, hold on. Right now, you're essentially comparing apples to oranges. Right. And I know that it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, because, like you said, it's like we have different forty different words for apple. And it's like, so you're technically comparing apple to apple, but uh, it's not the same apple. You know what I mean? It's not apples to apples. It's cards against humanity. (laughs) Right. Exactly. It's exploding kittens. Well, you're the one playing... You know what I'm saying? You know what I mean?